guys and welcome back to my podcast the human experience today will be very chilled and a bit more relaxed than the other episodes because i'm on my winter break finally and i have some more time to reflect and to spend time on my self-care and the last couple of weeks or days i read a lot of books about inner healing, about inner child work, about how you can communicate with your inner child and with your higher self. And I found that very interesting because a lot of our problems are created in our childhood because we experienced it in our past and we get triggered by it in our present because we experience the behavior towards us from other people. And I read some books about it and it made me very emotional because I haven't recognized those feelings, those patterns before. And when I try to do some meditation about it, to take action and actually sit down, write down what happened to me, I got emotional. Because there were a lot of events that happened to me which made me realize why I acted the way I did in my relationships. And I want to give this exercise to you so you can practice it. So you can maybe, if you want to heal your inner child to get better relations in the future, you should do that. So in this book, it's called uh, Back to Myself from a German author. She wrote in this book that if you sit down and concentrate... Inside of you are two different souls. There's your higher self, the person you will be in the future. And then there's your past, your inner child. And you start the meditation by talking with your higher self. By having an image in your mind how you want to be in the future. What you look like, what you have gained, what you have reached, what is your goal. And you start to communicate with your higher self and look at everything that happened to you because you decided to go on this self-healing journey. And what you do afterwards is after you talk with your higher self, which can be very emotional, the next step is to go back with your higher self to your past. Everything is going on in your head, right? And you go back to the very first day, which is your birth. And when I read those lines that if you are born, you are filled with love. You are filled with hope. You are the personification of love, hope, joy, everything you want to be in the future. You are already just by the fact that you were born with this love. And when you look at yourself as a baby... You can see that from a third eye perspective. You see yourself as a baby, laughing, crying, getting emotional, just experiencing the world, being naive, being just a child you are. And then, this is the most hurtful part probably, from your birth on, you go through the events that shaped you, that made you who you are until 
the present day. And when I did this, I wrote everything down that I could think of. And it made me realize how much I got hurt in the past that I didn't know of. Because I haven't reflected on it. Because I haven't thought of it. Because I never realized that it was important. But it is. For example, this is probably very personal. I grew up in an environment where people are not always there for you. And that's why I value time so much when I'm around people. And I hate it when people don't get me attention and give me the feeling that they don't want to spend time with me. Because I grew up in an environment where people are not always there. And if they are there, I start to value that time more. And that is something that I bring into a relationship without me knowing because it was already rooted in my behavior that I need more time than other people, that I need consistent attention and so much more. Because I always thought I needed from other persons because I grew up with that thought. And if you reflect on it, you can heal from it. You can let it go. Another example would be, which was very helpful, well, hurtful, which I will probably go into more detail right now, is racism. It's probably not the most obvious fact to me because when I grew up I didn't realize it because there are people who experience racism on a much more, on a higher level than I do. But still experiencing racism is a traumatic experience. Although you don't recognize it because it's indirect, verbally or some other way and when I wrote the things down that happened to me for example my environment laughing at the way I look laughing at my family laughing at our traditions our behavior and so much more until the fact that I actually wanted to change the way I looked hurted me it hurted me to write that down that this was my thought I remember being so frustrated with the situation I was in because I didn't realize why people were hating on my family when I was younger and I brought so much hate back into my home, back into the heart of my family from my mom, my dad. And when I told them about it, they also got scared. They got sad probably about it that they hear their child saying, oh, I don't want to have this, I don't want to do this. I'm ashamed of it. Realizing that your child goes through something like this is so hurtful. And even when I talk about it now, it gets me so emotional. Because it's still a hard topic to talk about. And this made me realize why I don't sometimes like the way I look. Why I compare myself to others. And why I want to change my hair color, my skin color sometimes. It's like a very intrusive thought that will poison you from the inside and when I wrote it down I actually started to tear up a bit because it was so harmful and I tried to communicate with my inner child like hey it's okay it's all right you grew up with that and 
You can't change what happened to you, but you can change the way you react now to it. You need to fall in love with yourself first. And now I'm still practicing to fall in love with my traditions, to fall in love with growing up with two cultures in one environment where it can be sometimes quite problematic. And it's getting better, but it's still a harmful truth that you have to accept to let it go. And that's what I meant when it can be very hurtful. You will realize truth about yourself that you thought were normal, that you thought were not really important, and are just normalized also by society sometimes. Although, in the end, they're not. They're traumatic experiences you made in your childhood. And the other things that I also wrote down is that I don't like to make mistakes, that I don't like to fail, that I don't like to be below average. And it was something that I had since elementary school, and sometimes I wrote it down, and at some points I didn't know why I think like this, why it happened to me, why I'm the way I am, and I still have to reflect on that and learn from it. But yesterday, for example, when I was walking out in nature, just spending some time outside while the weather was good, I reflected on it and I was like, I shouldn't be afraid to fail. I shouldn't be afraid to learn from new situations. And I shouldn't have this mindset that if I go into a situation, I will fail. It is probably the, like, the worst mindset you could have. Why should you be afraid to fail? Why you should be afraid to try? Why you should be afraid to learn? What made you so anxious and fearful of this world that you started to actually hate what you're doing? That you actually start to fear living? What made you so anxious? And I still don't know the answer. Because when I was walking yesterday, I was thinking about why should I hate situations? Why should I fear new situations? Because the only thing I can do from that is grow. I can grow from an experience. I can learn from this experience and work with it in the future. Why should I fear that? Why should I fear my greatness, my highest potential? And I was so confused yesterday why I was so afraid walking around this world. Because when I go to school, when I go to university, I'm always afraid of the next class because I don't want to have fear while I'm taking a test or while I'm raising my hand to ask a question because I don't want to make a mistake. But I'm already making a mistake by not starting to overcome my fear because I stay in the same place, because I'm still in my comfort zone. And I try to change that when I go to uni now. That when I go into a class, I'm like, okay, you don't have to be perfect to be in this class. Nobody wants you to be perfect. People want you to learn. People want you to grow. And people want to see that you put effort in. And that's the only task you have. Just learn. Grow with it. Start to love what you're doing. And keep going in small steps. You don't have to be perfect from the beginning. And still, if you have your, I don't know, bachelor degree, master degree, PhD, 
no matter how far you want to go. You still don't need to be perfect. You still can make mistakes and learn from them. It's normal to make mistakes, so why are you not normalizing it? And I've seen it a lot also on social media. People try to be perfect and try to have a certain image of themselves, but that's their comfort zone. That's what keeps them stuck. That's what keeps them in the same place. We have to go out and do things with fear, with our anxiety still talking to us. We need to shut it down and still do it anyway. And when I wrote down all of those things and realized how it shaped me as a human, how it shaped me as a daughter, as a friend, as a potentially, it will shape me probably as a potential mother, how I will raise my own children. I got, and I'm repeating that again, I got very emotional. <laughs> because I want to learn from myself and I want to just let it all go, just be my higher self that I was talking through in my vision, in my imagination. And when we come back to this exercise, if you have everything you wrote down and you reflected on that, you have done probably the biggest step of your journey because you took action, you did your first step. And now your whole journey can actually begin from healing what you've experienced, to know yourself better, to know your worth, to know your strength, to know your positive advantages, to actually get to your highest self. And that is something that I want to share with you because I care about you, because I believe in you. Because I want you to be the best version of yourself. And because I want to share advice how we can heal each other and live in a world that is more positive. Thank you very much for listening.